Found behind the vending machine. Found behind the vending machine. Found behind the vending machine. Hey, Jerry. What's up, people? All right, we're back. All right. Um, this time we're going to do a, a classic. Is it a classic if it's old or is it a classic if it's good? Does it matter? Uh, oh, old. It's, it just has to be old. Just has to be old. Yeah, we're digging back into uh, 1997 to uh, Spawn. Um, I don't know if uh, you want to break down. Jay, you want to break down the plot? Do I? Yeah. Go ahead, break down the plot. Yeah, you know, I, even if you don't want to, I always make you do it anyway. So break down the plot of Spawn. What is the premise of the comic book slash movie? Uh, I think the premise is, even though I know Spawn's based off of like a comic book, right? The premise of this movie is basically the uh, age-old battle of good versus evil and trying to do the right thing, even though you got to do bad things to get it done. Is it, wait, does that count? Yeah. Basically, yeah, the idea that good and evil aren't, uh, are kind of interchangeable in certain regards. Um, when's the last time you watched this movie? <clears throat> Me? Yeah. Oh, um, last night? <laughs> Before watching it again recently. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Um, shit, it's, it's been a little while since I've seen it. Exactly. Um, you thought you had it on DVD. Oh, well, so to be correct, I did buy the DVD. I had the DVD copy. Uh, apparently I no longer have it in my possession. Oh, you think it walks? Uh, so somebody chose to take it, even though I, it was mine, I bought it and paid for it. They left, they left other shitty movies here, but that's the one they take. But you had it on VHS still. But I still had the VHS copy, so luckily they didn't touch that because <laughs> that that would have been that would have dropped across the line. Rodney, how about you? When was the last time you think you watched it? Now I'm looking at Ken has cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what he named all of us. Um, it might have been. I had the littlest finger. <laughs> it might have been ten or more years ago. I don't know, maybe longer. I've only seen that movie once or twice. Oh, I've seen it several times. But it's been a long time since I've seen it. You didn't like it? Oh, that's jumping right into that. Well, I mean, I, I think I saw it, you know, obviously in the theater back in 97. Then I probably watched it once it came out on DVD to watch the director's cut, which I was reading up. I thought it was 45 minutes longer, but it was basically like 45 minutes alternate take scenes. Um, I got it on Amazon and I had the subtitles on. And a lot of the lines when they would say it out loud, like at one point he said something like clown says like girls, he goes, Oh, Hey, you want to go back to my pink pig pen? But the subtitles, <laughs> Hey, have you, have you girls ever rode a pink pony, a tiny pink pony or something like that? And I was looking up a lot of the line, a lot of the things they cut to get, a, they want, they originally had R rating and it went to PG 13, but it was like showing a close up of a head shot exploding on somebody's you know head or uh some of the language was a little bit, you know, I think he called, called them like uh, syphilitic nutsack. And in the movie, it was something else, like the PG-13 version. So it seemed like the only difference between the director's cut and this basic cut was very, very little. So I didn't bother. I initially, like I said, I thought it was 45 minutes, but I wasn't going to pay extra for the director's cut anyway. No, um, that's yeah. okay. Well, that, they they should have went for the R rating. Fuck that. Fuck that. 
Well, I so I wanted to watch to coincide with this. I watched the old HBO show, which is critically lauded. Like a lot of people really liked that show, and um, the first six what, episodes. What show? The cartoon. There's eight. Like all. Whatever. What? What, Rodney? Was there like four episodes? It was like six, three seasons of six episodes each. But uh, it, it's it's uh, it's night and day. It's like so much better. And what's weird is it's the same writer. The guy that did the TV first season of the TV show, Alan B. McElroy. Um, he is a guy who actually rebooted the Halloween four after they did Halloween three, the season of which he was the one who did the return of Michael Myers and came up with a little kid. But he wrote the TV show and he co-wrote the script for this movie with the director Mark A. Z. Dippe. Now, some interesting facts about him is. Would you believe that this was his first movie he ever directed? Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> he came from uh, Industrial Lights and Magic, him and two other guys, and they were like all about it. They like looked at this movie as their opportunity to get away from Industrial Lights and Magic, which is obviously very, very one of the few, big... Very few lights in this movie. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the fact that the animation, a fair chunk of it was Industrial Lights and Magic... I mean, I thought his costume looked good. The cape looked terrible. They uh, borrowed the costume from Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, it's all New Line Cinema. But I mean, like the opening scenes of like the hell, like the Hellfire and the graphics for the title and everything looked like garbage. And yeah, was, but, but back when it was made. No, no, we're gonna get into that in a little bit, Roddy. What were we gonna say? When I was watching it, when they're doing, uh, they start the movie off, then they start the intro with the fire going in and out. And all I could think was Doom, the video game, uh, the video editing, like, oh. and yeah. I was like, no far more than a 1990s video game with the video editing. Like that's how rough it. It was it very, like rough. I said, Windows 95 level. Like that's what I wrote, Windows 95 version of hell. But it was all the like, stuff at the end. I found out rough. all the stuff at the end. They rushed it. They finished it with only two weeks left, and they just basically went, "Here's the movie." So you can see, like, Violator was actually done by, which was what the clown became. That was actually done by the guys from Industrial Light and Magic that came with Dippe. And, uh, and that one, he looked good, and it was, part of it was puppet. Part of it was good CGI rendering from putting the puppet in. But Hell at the End was done by this company called Santa Barbara Studios. That they just basically went, eh, we'll save a week on film production to get this done quicker. And here, you know, here's a million dollars, do it. So... Everything with Malbolge and all those like little spawn people jumping around that he shoots. Like, you ever see the crowd in like a football game, a video game where they yes. copy and paste all twelve people? Yeah, copy and paste twelve people, copy and paste twelve people. That's what it looked like in hell, uh, like Sims, like, like something in Sims. Yeah, all like, those spawns. This yeah. looks really bad. I'm pretty sure it looked bad in the '90s too. Yeah. So yeah, just keep in mind, Jay. This came out after the the guys Dippe and the guys that he left with. They were, they were responsible for T-1000 and the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. 92 and 93, respectively. This thing uh, so, they didn't, so they didn't have a good resume going into this, gotcha. Right, right. Uh, okay. yeah, that, that CGI is the whole reason I wanted to do this, because I, I saw some article about like the worst CGI in movies. And when it got to that part of hell, which I completely oh. like, wiped out. Dude, I watched because I'm like, we have to do this because that looks no. so bad. I was I was watching it again, and uh, 
I was like, I was going to watch it right before we redid this. And then I was just like, you know what? I really can't put myself through that again. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I liked it when it came out. And I really liked the idea of Spawn and all and that stuff. So I'm going to try the, the, mo- the cartoon, right? Yeah, I highly recommend the cartoon. That's I'm going to try that Amazon. because the movie was so bad. And it sucks because um, I, I like the, the guy. Um, oh, crap. I forgot the actor's name now. To do. White. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I put Ja White and Jaleel White question mark Urkel because well, he spells it. He spells it J A I. So I guess you could. You, but I he could was also. You, do you know what other uh, what other superhero movie he's appeared in? Um. Shit! Oh, he used to he do a lot of action movies. Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark Knight. Yep, he was yeah. the leader of the gang that he did the with the want to want to see a magic trick scene. He was in that scene. Yeah. Oh yes. Yep. 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 And then uh, Charlie, or I mean uh, Martin Sheen, only did this movie because he wanted to be always wanted to be in a comic book movie, so he jumped at the chance to do this one. But then lo and behold, he actually ended up doing another comic book movie. Do you guys know what movie he was in? Nope. I think you remember Martin Sheen, Charlie Sheen's dad, who played Win Jason Win in this, which they had the cool line when he goes. I'm going to start the apocalypse now. Did you catch that? Because that's what he was in, or like back in the day, it was Martin Sheen was apocalypse, yeah. apocalypse now. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what other kind of movie he played in. Uncle Ben for the uh, Garfield. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as I was making notes for this movie, I kept writing question mark, exclamation point after every little thing I put, like awful CGI and ILM, ex- question mark, exclamation point. That that they that they would hire that clown. I know it was like part of being goofy. I actually really appreciated the clown more now. I think he annoyed me a lot back in the day, but I thought John Leguizamo was awesome. But like the fact that the family would hire that ugly looking clown for the kids, I put kids question mark. Oh, I think maybe that was actually in regard to the kids in the alley. Like, why do they need to have kids in the homeless alley? Like, well, hey, alley. That little kid in the alley becomes his friend. What else has he played in? Um, I didn't see him pop up because I watched it on uh, Amazon. So it would do like the X-ray and I could hit and his little like picture for him as an actor showed up as a kid. I didn't see if he was in anything else. The little girl actually was weird because she would pop up and she's, you go, oh yeah, this movie's 23 years old. She's an adult. So it was like, it was jarring to see her. But yeah, the kid, I didn't double check if he did anything else. I had, uh, I started off watching, you know, when he does the assassination from the airport. Yes. How does he get into the airport tower? And, if you had and why did he blow it up if he was a good guy? And even the North Korea, the North Korea didn't matter. And if I, listen, so, I don't know about you, but I can pull up to my local airport through a fence. And I can see everything I need to see through a fence. Uh-huh. So if you rockets that can heat sink and find you, why does he have to break into the tower of the airport oh. to shoot the rockets that heat sinking towards the plane he wants to hit anyway? I know. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> um, airport, airport too, what Jay? Apparently, apparently the kid was in Mercury Rising, Pet Cemetery, the New Nightmare on Elm Street, Kindergarten Cop. Oh, Kindergarten Cop. He was in a lot of movies, apparently. But, anyways, before my phone cuts out again. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. dude, why do you need the? Why do you need that mini tactical missile to assassinate? One person. And then he, he goes, takes, you didn't tell four me, targets. He goes, you didn't tell me they'll be innocents. You didn't have to kill the innocents. I don't understand. Well, no. Well, also, well, that I, so I chalked that one up to just uh, political bullshit, right? You, you, he came out, he, they showed they were all bad people. Look, 
bad looking people, private plane. There were no innocent people there. They were all dirty motherfuckers. It's that just, was just, uh, just the people on the Death Star. They know what they signed up for. All right, and uh, the group- a lot of those were contractors. I think they were misled. I, and not to mention, if you really think about it, look at the stormtroopers. All they did was shoot warning shots. <laughs> it's the rebels that well, we blew learned, up millions we of contractors. Mandalorian, it's defective equipment. They established that it's not the stormtroopers. They're given shitty equipment. They're actually good shooters. Right. Um, but still, how did they all three of them go into North Korea to light those bombs off? Like, why do they need to be? First off, why would he? Why would he need to sneak in to do something like that? Let alone the two of them that are going there to kill him. I mean, it was just like a very, very goofy movie thing. And the so, comic book. In the comic books, I guess they couldn't get rights to it, so they did the girl instead. Right. But it's instead of chapel. You have his chapel, a uh, bigger guy, a skull on his face, that kills him in the comics. You know why he's not in the movie, though? Like, what, what is it? I why they couldn't get rights. I thought they were all in her image. I was so he, confused. Yeah, he was uh, one of Rob Liefeld's characters from Youngblood. And so they were doing the image combined world, and he ends up joining Youngblood after he's already did this to Spawn. But yeah, the character was tied up with him. So he couldn't be in the, the movie. So they put uh, Priest, a character named Priest, which was a woman instead of Chapel. I kept thinking of like, uh, and then Caliostro, the guy that's the old guy that's kind of his guide. Yeah. That was a character added by Neil Gaiman. They said at issue nine, he, McFarlane was just kind of plotting, plotting, plotting. I think the first part of the book is basically with the cartoon is on HBO where it's about a politician's son as an ice cream, like ice cream truck runner. And he's like a pedophile and stuff. And so it's like, all this stuff's kind of coming together and he's learning about if he kills, basically, I guess if people don't know the gist of what Spawn is, he's a soldier, a mercenary who is killed by his friend. In the movie, he's killed by a coworker, but in the comics, he's killed by his friend, uh, being lit on fire. He goes to hell. Makes Five years. Malbolgia, the devil, to, uh, he goes, you wanna, what do you, you want to go back and see your wife? And he's like, yes, I want to go back and see Wanda. So the j- joke that the devil holes as he holds him there for five years but doesn't let him know he held him for five years puts him back on earth as a soldier of the devil with the idea that he will go around and kill evil people to build to be a superhero and kill evil people to build the devil's army which is cool i think that's a cool i've always thought that was a cool idea and then he sent the clown which is the violator a demon that kind of is watching over him for malabolgia and is kind of jealous of him too um but uh in the sake of this movie you find out Jason Wynn, who is uh, Martin Sheen's character, has developed, when they went to North Korea in the beginning of the movie, it was to create some kind of new drug or new virus, another virus plot. Like, yeah, I'm so tired of virus plots. Which I hey. guess is real life now, so I mean. Yeah, this virus is called Heat 16. So dumb. So dumb. Even the company they work for, A6. Yeah. I was like, wait, A6 is the our organization? Like in the comics, it's like a subset of the CIA and uh I think some version of Homeland Security. Type I was thing. like, eat 16, you're three behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, Martin Sheen's character put these bombs all over the world. Supposedly it's going to release this virus that if he gets killed, he's using it as leverage to not get killed by spawn. But the clown basically set him up that if he, he dies, this trigger in his heart will unleash all this, this death. And then that's going to be more soldiers for hell's army. The doctors are like cool with putting this inside of his body. Did you see the size of that too? Yes. That, Im- that implant was like the size of like my fist. It's bigger. Yeah, it's bigger than a key fob. The doctor said, yeah, we need to try to keep you alive. 
Why would you put a virus inside of somebody and be okay with it and the whole room be okay with it? No, no, nobody would do that unless you're a fucking psychopath. Nobody would do it. Yeah, exactly. Another thing I remember back in the day of like, because I didn't know who Michael J. White was and I just didn't know what to expect for the character. I I didn't care for him back in the day. I actually thought he was really good as fun. A little on the small side. I thought he was kind of a little short. I know they're talking yeah, about he, he was kind of like, uh, he was going down the lines of like a Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. He's, well, he's sorry. a trained martial artist, so. They said he was yeah. like the pick or something for this, wasn't he? I think, I forget who the list was. There was a couple other people that they were trying to get first, but, well, like I said, yeah, he had his own. Jamie, Jamie uh, Fox is in talks to be in it. Oh, well, yeah, because this, this guy, he, he had his own like little martial art superhero kind of movies on the side too that's why i kind of like i mean i liked him when i when i knew he was doing like oh shit i gotta see that i forgot his name obviously because he hasn't really done a whole lot after that but here and there he gets some gigs but he's i like him not bad (laughs) Uh, he says in the movie he goes you can't quit me this isn't the postal service and i'm like i didn't get that reference at all and i I was like i must be weirdly disattached from it because did a lot of people quit the post office in the nineties? That's when the uh, that's when you had the going postal thing was happening. I was gonna say it was the postal reference, I believe. I wrote that in there under question mark. I'm like, I don't understand the reference anymore. <laughs> so a uh, big thing for for uh, Todd McFarlane, I found out. So I mean, we he got his prominence at Marvel. Uh, he was drawing Spider Man. He did he he was like doing all these Spider Man comics, and they were afraid he was gonna leave, so they gave him his own book called Just Spider Man. And uh, when he was doing that comic, he was writing it too, and people kind of complained that his plots weren't that great, but he tried to do like darker plots, like the things that kind of ended up working for Spawn better, but like the corruption, the cops, you know, uh, pedophilia, attacking bad guys and stuff like that. I guess the one big thing that he did in the comics was he took a scene where uh, he stabs Juggernaut in the eye. I don't know what character did this in Spider-Man, but somebody did it. And they're like, that's it. You're, you know, you're done here. And that's when he basically went off to do Image, which then coincidentally, again, go into the HBO cartoon and the comic book. There's a lot of those scenes and ideas and stories that he was trying to do in Spider-Man. But that's where the, he was the first one to draw. I don't know if you've, you've seen uh, the webbing that he does, where it's very, very complicated, twisty webs, like the web design. Can you picture that from the comics at all or no? I, I, do, not recognize, I do not remember that from the comics at all. But uh, that's oh, what he was basically. I lost Rodney's picture. Yeah, Spawn. Oh, like, with my... Spawn with his oh. chain is basically like another version of Spider-Man. And then the weird scene in the movie where he gets the suction cup hands. Oh, yeah, that looks so weird. Like, he could have just used but, claws and stuck his claws in. Batman, he's oh, Rodney, Spider-Man. I can't hear you. But you can't use the claws because then that's more money for graphics and stuff. Or... You know, Shit. you gotta you gotta leave uh, extra marks in the the building, so suction cups are cheaper. Yeah, true. And then yeah, because you just lay down the city set, and he's just crawling around with these weird flipper hands. Can but you guys, I can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. At first, it looked weird though, because I, I did the same thing. I'm too like, what the fuck's wrong with his hands? And they're like, oh, they're suction cups. Okay. And that yeah, means, like, especially like Spider-Man, in my opinion, at that point. Yeah, they, well, they probably should. They could have used a extra cut scene just to kind of show people that was happening. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Sometimes the little stuff goes a long way. They show you his hands change shape before he's climbing the building. You're right. Oh, 
I think I'm that was something that annoyed me back in the day was that his cape and his suit would just do whatever it needed to do at any point in time. I don't know if that was true in the comic, but like, well, I think it was. I think it's partially. It's not like Doctor Strange's cape. I think. I think he's. It's more connected to like the the neuro plasma was kind of connected to his brain. Still, it's even yeah, but. Doctor Strange. He made the po- well, more sense than like the, the girl, uh, priest goes uh, to kick him in the nuts, and his belt the, comes out and bites her leg. The, like. it, the, yeah. Oh, his, oh, yeah. His. <laughs> so dumb. Well, so but that was supposed to be comical, right? But right. The, uh, the old dude, the old guy, forgot his name. The oh, old musketeer-looking oh, guy, Galliostro. Yeah, he's he was supposed to like training, and he's supposed to like kind of help him maybe go the the right way yeah i don't think he's trying to help him train because he had the the fat clown oh that was wrong i shouldn't have said clown um but the violator was trying to coach him to do the devil's work and then this guy i think was trying to lead him There's towards like the, the light angel on his shoulder basically well Cal- so, caliostro was a spawn back in the day yeah in time then, he was actually merlin is what they say like in the comics he was merlin and then became caliostro which was ended up being a fraudulent guy, but he started like some Freemasonry group. Uh-huh. And, uh, like at the time, people thought he was like fantastic, but then it kind of came out like years later that he was just kind of a fraud. But uh, that guy that played Caliostro in this movie, he played Merlin in the movie Excalibur, coincidentally too. Uh, okay, so again, your resume. Well, um, the training. So he just now trains him how to have these chains come out of his body, right, and these these horns. But five minutes later. He's pulling triggers out of people's bodies and making them explode, which was never taught to him. He just did it. And it has nothing to do with his suit or nothing to do with anything he's learned. And the whole movie, and he just learns how to do it at the very end. Do what? But I don't think, I don't think he actually did. He didn't actually pull that out of him, did he? I guess I missed that. He pulled it out with this, like, green magic. Yeah. Pulled it right out of his body and exploded it. He used x-ray vision, too, somehow. Yeah. And pulled it right out of his body. Where does x-ray vision all of a sudden come from? Even like the cape yep. turning into like a camera. Uh, fuck the you guys! I gotta watch it again. Or the giant like spike for the truck, oh. like, and it flew. I don't think he can fly, but for whatever reason, he was falling off the building. Oh. The beans grab him to the wall first. Then he uses suction hands. Then he falls again. Then his cape just flies him away. I was like, what is that let me know you can do that. You couldn't even make a fucking chain come out of your asshole two minutes ago. Well, well and it's then- earlier though, but early, but earlier in the movie. The, like I was telling you, the old white dude was trying to tell him, like, oh, right now you're just doing your reflexes. Your your armor's only doing by reflex, right? So he's trying to teach him how to use it. But, yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you. And he also jumped through the ceiling without any, like, he didn't come in on a zip line. He just instinctively knew, I can jump down this building. Back the middle. Like the bat- oh. Yeah, it was very much like Batman. Oh, and the animators did the mask. Some of them worked on the mask, the Jim Carrey movie. So at the end, some of the stuff Violator was doing with his eyeballs and stuff with a balloon, like when he was messing with the kid, mm-hmm. was all an homage to that. George. I thought I thought the Violator is by far the best part of the movie. I think so too. With costume with John Leguizamo to the to changing, I, I, that was the one part that was probably oh, he was amazing. He was amazing, yeah. Um, I think it's no, funny. The, the fart jokes, though, the fart jokes had to go. Without those. The, that and the belt biting the leg, like, was just dumping. And even when... The and fart when, jokes were just crazy. When Sorry, Spawn, there was just... <laughs> well, when Spawn shows up to kill Wynn and then battles Priest, he could have easily killed both of them. Like, I didn't understand why he didn't. Even when he's throwing her around, like, he's barely throwing her around. It was just very... A lot of it was just very, very dumb. Like, I understand why this is not beloved. 
Uh, yeah. Well, it, part of it, I mean, I'm not trying to defend it, but at the same time, I kind of can see what they're probably trying to do. They, they didn't execute it very well because he was, he was fighting his, what he was used to versus what the old dude was trying to teach him that you could do. You know, trying to show the extent, the differences of like, hey, you're going back to your, you're reverting back to your old human ways of using guns when you got this killer, like, yeah, that, exo suit that yeah, does that, everything for you. Yeah, that's the same thing in the cartoon, which I guess probably was in the comics, is that, yeah, he went and gets, gets all these weapons and guns and it's like, it just seemed pointless. Like, why would you even mess with that? But like, yeah, I guess that's the point is he was doing what he knew, how he knew to do it. Not yeah, that's how he knew how to war. Yeah, that's how he knew how to war. Yeah, that makes me forgive it a little bit. Well, that's that's why I think like some of it was like I was watching and like I was trying to remember like when I watched it before, I was like, man, I love this fucking movie. And now I'm watching and I'm like, man, I love this movie. Mm -hmm. If if this would this one would be a real I would love to see a remake on this one because I think they could really kill it. I think they could like crush it if they you hear it halfway decent. I hear, I hear you like every other word it comes in. They are redo. They are redoing this movie again. Oh, are they okay? That's what I was saying. Jamie Foxx is going to be in it. it oh, was but, on- oh, it's going to be from the perspective of uh, some kind of detective, and Spawn be this guy in the background that you barely ever see. Yeah, it's, what? It's Sam and Twitch, which are in the cartoon. They're pretty popular. I think they got their own comic at one point, but uh, I mean. They, I know that they've been tra- talking about it for like on and off for all these years. Tom McFarlane's talked about it on and off for all these years. But after Joker did well and was rated R, that's where they're like, oh, we can make money doing this? So that's where they jump back on it. And then that's why you're getting like, he's in Mortal Kombat now. So they got Toys of Spawn again. And then they got the big uh, GoFund. Was it GoFundMe that he did uh, the toy? Like $3. Yeah. So Spawn's ready for a return. So here we are uh, talking about the old one. I was going to say, well, I mean, I thought it was a great idea for a character and all that stuff, too. I mean, a little bit different. I mean, everything's very close, right? But I, hey, I, never, was- I never understood with the comic. If that one guy in hell gave Spawn his powers, but Spawn's giving him a hard time, can he just take his powers back? I don't understand. Oh, why thank he- you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't no, understand. Like, well, or is it a one-way street? Yeah, I don't know. Or he hopes he's going to still do it. You know what I mean? I don't so know. So here, so this is what I was thinking. I thought that same thing. I said, if the guy gave you power, okay, if the devil gives you powers, why can't the devil take it back? Well, in the movie, uh, oh shit, the violator in clown form, farting all over the place, basically told him like, hey, I'll come back when your armor hardens, right? So he's like literally spawning into something, right? Right. So I'm wondering if like so the so he went to hell in five years the devil like fucked him and planted his seed in him so it took five years for it to kind of grow and like so like he it, dude it's like you can't take your seed back right I guess you're, but he wants, gonna, he wants he wants general of his army right right and he I, wants him to run his army general yep and I was like why don't you just take his powers back like I didn't under I think it's no, probably, I think, I mean, other than being just a comic book still at the end of the day, I think it's more of a, he's hoping like that's the whole idea is to keep torturing him into becoming what he wants him to be because he, uh, had, he had the marks and went to hell in the first place. And I was fine. Uh, well, they also said that they were, that they were looking for him for a long time and they've had other generals. Right. So part of the thing was, it looked like that they had more generals in the past. It's, and they probably it, it, it killed most of them. Movie. I mean, the the movie's definitely like a watered down version. 
I, I, I'm here basically to say, if you've ever seen this movie and you've never seen the cartoon, go watch the cartoon. But uh, a couple of things I wrote down, I, I just wanted to bring up to you here before we wrap this all up. One of the quotes that I, I wrote down because I thought it was hilarious is after Priest, the woman assassin, gets killed and they're carrying her body outside, not covered, and they carry her body outside and the line goes, gunshot wound to the head. The other guy checks her neck and goes, she's dead. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, and then not to mention, that that's pretty fucked up too because he only shot her in the head when he shot all those bullets at her. Yeah, when she was down on the ground, already fell, right? He shoots down. He, he? He, he had two fully automatic SMGs that was like, bar- he lit off the entire side where she was standing and he only hit her once. And then uh, how much do you know? I know you don't really know much about the comic, Jade, and you don't really know much either, Rodney. I just know what I have a little bit of I'm watching to learn about. Angela? <laughs> are you aware of the character Angela? Yeah, she's, she's now Thor's sister in Marvel. Right. I lost her. She was co-created at the same time by uh, Neil Gaiman, too, but he got to keep rights to her, and then he sold rights for her to uh, Marvel. But uh, she's basically like Heaven's version of, uh, of a spawn. She's actually got a bit part in this movie. Like, they're teasing her. She shows up at the party, and she's even teasing the cartoon the same way. Oh, I miss red- her. She's the red-haired lady that's at the party, the big party before he drops in the ceiling. And you can tell because she has the spawn earrings, like the same like logo. But oh, they show it real okay. quick. It was like weird. Like I would have so, never seen it, but I noticed it from the cartoon. And then when I got to that in the movie, I was like, oh, they're doing it here too. But, okay. Uh, well, did anybody else think that uh, the Violator and the Devil's little back and forth reminded them of Megatron and Starscream a little bit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, I thought of the whole every time and Cobra Commander and uh, like Serpentor or all that devil guy begins with the B what's his name is he is Mal- he the devil Malabolgia yeah that's it's from Dante's Inferno and it's not a person in Dante's Inferno it's an uh, area it's like the pits of despair or something like that they call it it sounds like Dr. Claw yeah because he but always the voice is Frank Welker the guy that does actually uh, the voice of Optimus Prime that's the voice and sounds like I- Dr. so Oh, then, so the daughter, though, is that Spawn's daughter, the little girl? They never say in the cartoon. I thought that maybe they revealed it. They kind of say, no, it's not your kid. His, his old friend's daughter. Yeah, I think so. It's his old friend. So, so how old was that kid? Uh, under five years. But, right, well, so that's what I, but, so he was only gone for five years. Maybe it's her fourth birthday party. She didn't wait very long. They probably would have got. They probably would have got into it and said that it's his kid later. And I think that's well, the whole idea. They're hinting that it's his kid because she's like sensitive towards him in the cartoon. She calls him the sad man, and she, you know, she's never really afraid of him. Just like in this movie. Uh, that's why I, I was. I was kind of thinking that that was his kid. I, I think so. I, I think they. I think they insinuate it, but they probably would get to it. And maybe in the comics, they eventually do reveal it. But I, I'm just trying to protect her honor, you know, because if it wasn't his his kid then it was the other dude's kid and then it just kind of creates a like uh, what were you doing before he died that was that was another different thing they changed from the comic book that terry fitzgerald character is actually black in the comic but the studio was like oh we can't have all black actors in this because then it'll seem like it's a black person's movie so they change it to db sweeney but i'm like people are gonna like spawn are gonna go anyway but that's one of those old weird nights yeah that's i mean he's still see, like that that, is, that fucking pisses me off when they do stupid shit like that like the movie, uh, they got $20 million budget, but they ended up doing like $48 million to make it. Right, right. It kept going up. Um, yeah. So a c- couple last things here. Um, I thought the technology was fun, just seeing like that old CDR. 
with the tape sticker special ops stickers on it like like he's really gonna have this disc with that says specials ops like he made it with a label maker i thought that was funny um the pizza scene when john leguizamo eats it with the maggots mm-hmm. oh, yeah did eat that and then they cut it and like right after that like he barfed but he wanted to do it for the movie just to be authentic um that clown toy that he gives the girl i thought was gonna play a part and it was stupid and ugly at the birthday yep. party i'm like okay thank god but like who would take that and give that to the kid um i sort of thought the voiceovers and like the flashbacks just it just was too too much garbage like there was a lot of garbage on top to try to make it make sense instead of taking its time to build the stuff um but those are the rest of mine you can get rid of the hell scenes all together it would be a better movie yeah i think they wanted they said they wanted to do a puppet version of malbolgia they just ran out of time so that's why they gave it to that other company to go do um it it looks so bad though it was very, very bad. Very, it very bad. It looks so bad. All right. Um, oh man. Well, the other thing too, I did like. I thought the spawn suit—you could tell certain scenes just looked like it was like way too bulky on them. Like, who, if it, whoever was in the suit doing all the action scenes, looked like he was the person was struggling with the movements. You know what I mean? Like, well, very he limited, very tight, and very, very. Um, he said if he didn't have all of his martial arts training, he wouldn't have been able to put up with it. John Leguizamo had a hard time in his suit. At one point, he had to go to the bathroom so bad they couldn't get him out fast enough that he actually wet himself in the suit, which is gross. Dude, do you, but yeah, well, that I believe because like half the time I was like, man, I cannot believe that's him in that suit. Like, like they did a great job transforming him, that's for mm-hmm. sure. And yeah, because he had to keep squatting down to make himself look shorter too. And um, so this is a Michael J. White quote um, that he said, which I thought was hilarious. He goes, Michael J. White is not a fan of the film. This is his quote. There is no footage of me ever saying that I liked Spawn. I have never said that I thought that it was a good movie. <laughs> so that's from, from the main actor. That's from Spawn himself. Um, you guys have any other thoughts? Because I was going to go down. I'm going to give you the years that all comic book movies came out, but I'll let you guys finish any other last thoughts that you got before no, that. Nothing. No, not really. That was pretty much it, I think. You said you had a really? lot of Rodney, did we cover everything you wanted to? Yeah, in one way or another, we talked about it. Whether you guys talked about it or touched on it, we, we talked about it. Okay. All right, so here is the uh, uh, breakdown. Well, the, the, also, this is kind of a big deal because this is technically the first uh, black superhero movie based on a comic book, but it's not the first to be released. The first one was actually Meteor Man in 1993 and then Blank Man in 1994. Do those two count? No, they're not comic book. That's but they're two first like black superhero movies, but both done as comedies. And then uh, Steel came out the same year as Spawn, like a couple months later. And then really Blade was the big one. So this is the order of movies. movies. I don't know why they made any more African American superhero movies. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Until first four were rough. Blade Blade was good, but Blade's the fifth one. You said yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah. It took a while to get there. Blade still, I think, has like one of the best opening fight scenes of all time. Oh, yeah. Blade was amazing. Blade probably saved it. And Matrix ripped it off, in my opinion, too. Yeah. All right, so we've got uh, 1978 Superman, 1980 Flash Gordon, um, 1986, or 1982 Swamp Thing, 1984 Supergirl, 1986 Howard the Duck, then we get to 89 Batman. So that's your first real big serious jump because everything's been kind of all over the place. Then you got 1990 uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Dark Man also came out. They said Dark Man or Spawn seems to have ripped off Dark Man a little bit, just because of the he's a burn victim that doesn't have you know none of his senses and stuff, and can become whatever he wants. But anyway, 
Um, 92 or 1990 or 89, you had the other version of Punisher that with Dolph Lundgren that never really got re- released. Yep. And then the 1990 Captain America that didn't really get released. Um, 92 Batman Returns. 94, you had Crow in the Shadow. 95, Judge Dredd, Batman Forever. 96, Phantom and Barbed Wire. Uh, and then 97 is now Spawn and Batman and Robin. So comic book movies are not in a good place come 1997. 98's when you finally get uh, Blade number one, and I feel like that kind of took it to the next level because then that's when you get X-Men in 2000 and Spider-Man in 2002, and ch- it kind of changes everything. So well, A lot of the X-Men I don't think really helped them, though, either. No, X-Men were good for the... The very think... first one is a big deal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, from 97 to 2000. Totally different definitions that were good. I remember being like, how are they going to make this? Yeah, I don't think it's the first one holds up as a great film, but part two was very good because you could just jump into it. But uh, any other last thoughts? I just thought that was interesting to kind of put them all in perspective. Maybe it wasn't. No. (laughs) I'm good. Good? I'm I'm, I'm eager to see the remake, though. Yeah, Spawn. I, I, I am too. Superman 1 and 2 and Batman 89 were good movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Windows. Like, you've got Batman kind of try to change it, but then it fell apart. It got worse as it went along until Blade, basically. Yeah. And now, 2008 to now, it's been kind of Marvel running the show. So. Yeah, but now you can't stop the comic book movies coming out. No. Uh, open the floodgates. Well, yeah, virus can. Well. A virus when Jason Wynn released. <laughs> He's 15. He finally won. <laughs> All right, let's get back to cleaning our own houses. Bye. Bye. <laughs>